every week, weekend and week out, we have straight white men coming on stage doing racist and sexist <laughs> jokes, which all of the racist and sexist jokes were from Martin, who's Mexican. Get ready. This is Happy Valley Comedy. It's going to be one heck of a time. What? I said heck. What's up, guys, and welcome to the Happy Valley Comedy Podcast here doing comic talk with my main guy, Drew Simon. What's going on? What's up? This is all a little too uh, It's too professional. It's a little too professional? (laughs) Sorry, I'm a a professional guy. Crazy. There's, like, headphones and stuff that we're not using. It's nuts. Yeah, we're not that professional. We have them, but we tell people they can't use them. Really? Son of a bitch. But... Drew, you're a comedian. Sometimes, yeah. Cool. And you, you're new. You're relatively new to Utah. Yes. Where are you from originally? So I'm from Spokane, Washington. How different is the comedy scene between Utah and Spokane, Washington? So between Salt Lake and Spokane, not too different. Uh-huh. Uh, between Provo and Spokane, crazy different. Uh, um what i realized though is like the people who are like real dog shit at comedy um like in spokane are like meth addicts or like borderline homeless people and the people who are like real shit uh in utah are people who like just left the mormon church so it's like (laughs) it's like a real different type of shitty comedy like when you're like looking at the worst open micers they're like really different than the worst open micers in spokane because the ones who really suck in spokane every other sentence are like the fuck guys you know and you go and you smoke crystal meth and uh, like they just like they'll just tell drug stories is like their set um where here it's like someone like wants to tell a story about their overbearing mormon parents like it's the shitty open micers are so different there's always at least two or three of those at every, every open mic every single one here's the two. thing though so many people enjoy like the open mics here in utah county because I feel like people are so willing to laugh, but I, I, I personally feel like that's because Mormons are just uncomfortable with silences. Dude, I struggle in Utah County. Uh, yes, you do. <laughs> especially, especially like my least favorite mic to go to is at the improv. Uh, cause it's like a clean venue. It's always clean. Where's the other, where, what other mics do you go to? Though? Java junkie. Oh, okay. Uh, like still in, in Provo. Yeah. Well, the only times I go to Salt Lake is like, they have Ice House, and then they have uh, Wise Guys. And so, like, 99% of the time I've been in Salt Lake's Wise Guys. So it's hard to compare an actual comedy club open mic compared to... A college town yeah. improv mic, which... Yeah, so, of course, I'm going to say it's I do better. But I always do better at Wise Guys than I do at, like, any mic in Provo. Well, your stuff is a little bit darker and a little bit racier. And speaking of Java Junkie, <laughs> uh, are you going to be going back there? I am going tonight after the after, recording of this. Yeah. After this. So those who might not know, uh, Drew, you have a specific type of comedy that might uh, infuriate uh, some people, would you say? I Very rarely. I mean, like... <laughs> I mean, in Utah, I think what it is here, everyone's, like, too nice to, like, say anything. Like, because I've done jokes I've seen have, like, upset, like, middle-aged women at the improv. And they just, like, stare at me. But, like, they don't say anything to me because they're too nice. Um, where, like, in Spokane, like, a few times people would say something. 
Um, but this was definitely like the most aggressive someone's ever been. So um, what exactly happened? So I was doing a mic at Java Junkie, which is supposed to be a clean mic. But Julia, who runs the mic, has told us we can get away with a bit more. So like I've said at that mic plenty of times, like, shit, damn in hell. Um, but like I don't drop like the F-bomb or anything like that. Um, so I'm going up. And I did a bunch of pedophilia jokes. Classic. And then I accidentally dropped the F-bomb after the pedophilia jokes. <laughs> um, got the biggest laugh of the night. And I maybe had some of the strongest laughs of the night. Like, I didn't bomb by any means. Um, and I was pretty happy about the set because, like, I had been in a, in a slump where I hadn't had a good open mic for, yeah. like, a week or so. Uh, so I was, like pretty happy about my set and then uh one of the baristas went up after the mic and it's like every week weekend and week out we have straight white men come in on stage doing racist and sexist jokes which all of the racist and sexist jokes were from martin who's mexican um yeah because like, it's not fair because you're not you're not the only one throwing this no stuff out. and then um I was like, oh, damn, well, I just accidentally dropped the F-bomb. I'm going to go apologize to him. So I went up to him and I said, hey, sorry if I crossed the line. Didn't mean to. I'll tone it down. And he just lost his shit on me. Like he was, <laughs> dude, like he had this thing like where, you know, like where you're yelling at someone, but like you're so like shook about it. Like he sounded like he was on the verge of tears. Like he was like, you, I'm sick of what you do every week. And he's like, you come in here every week crossing the line. Every week. And I am tired of it. I don't want to hear it from you. But he's never <laughs> talked to you about it. He's never talked to me about it. He's never talked to anybody. And about I thought it. I thought if I went ahead and like apologized first, like I'm like making the right move. I'm like trying right. to not be a dick. And he just lost his shit on me. Like but dude, he was like out of control. Like he could not control his emotions. He was like super upset. Um and he said I cross the line every week, which I mean like I don't do racist or sexist jokes. The week before, which I don't think he was even there, I did do a joke about women getting paid 70 cents on the dollar. It might be too much. Um, and <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like your comedy is, is mainly, I don't know, do, dare I say darker? Shock value? It's, it's not trying to be like shock value, but like, I don't know. Like, So have you heard of Ryan Long? Yeah. 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 I love Ryan Long, but like he was interviewed once about comedy and like what you can't say. And he's like, okay, here was the example he gave in the interview. He said like, if a teacher gets mad at kids calling someone four eyes in class and says, no one is allowed to say four eyes or they go to the principal's office, that teacher just made saying four eyes the funniest thing <laughs> someone can do in that class. Um, so that's kind of Which like, is why you're going back to Java Junkie too. Yes. <laughs> um, and I was going to do this last week. Uh, last week, I did go back to Java Junkie. Uh, the barista wasn't there. I just did my normal set. Um, but I planned out a set as a response to this guy who lost his shit. Boy. Um, and I'm excited to do it. But, like, I don't even... If he's not there, I'm still going to do it because it's more for the comics than mm -hmm. it is, like, for the audience. Right. Um, basically, the gist of it, I'm just going to go up and take every up joke I've said at Java Chunky and repeat them <laughs> and clarify that they're not my actual opinions. So like I don't think women are responsible for the Holocaust. I 
<laughs> I don't think school shootings are fun. Um, it'd be a fun video game, but not in real life. Um, <laughs> but everyone, everyone, the co- the comedians who normally go know your stuff, which yeah. is going to be funny to them. I yeah, mean, that's no, why we that, laugh. And it, the crowd is like, so last week it was a real crowd. Like there weren't any comics who showed up because I think everyone went to Dave Chappelle. Yeah, yeah, So like yeah, yeah. it was literally just like me, uh, Martine, and Julia, and Clayton. That was it. Like there was like no audience there. Oh, dude, there was actually um, – I don't know if you remember. There was like an 82-year-old woman who did the improv. Dude. She did Java last week. I have been looking for her. I think she's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know who she is. I want to find her so bad. Like I, I she's like this unicorn that just randomly showed up, and because I saw her at Wise Guys, uh, and everyone has been saying it's like she went to Java, she went to Improv. I was just like, <laughs> I've never seen this woman before in my life, and she is hilarious. Dude, so you know what, Nick? Uh, what's his last name? Stubblefield. I'm butchering it. Nicholas Stubblefield. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Last week at Java, he was doing uh, crowd work, and uh, he did his bit where he just talks about how horny he is. Um, <laughs> And he talked, that lady's sister was there, and he asked, like, how old she was. Um, and she <laughs> said, you can guess. And he said, 78. And she was like, 63, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's doing his bit about, like, how he's horny all the time. Uh-huh. And then he's like, ma'am, are you ever horny? <laughs> and then her response was, my husband died two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and then Nick said... That wasn't my question. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. He's he's relatively new to comedy, so it's it's interesting to see him branch out like that. Dude, I, dude, I just like crawled up in a ball during that. Like, <laughs> I was so uncomfortable. I went on stage and I I made fun of it. I was like, I told the old people, I was like, you guys aren't the only ones who are uncomfortable. <laughs> like, it was, Everyone. <laughs> so that's good to hear. Java Junkie. So Java Junkie's been going on for a while. Julia put that mic together a few months ago, like a yeah. while ago. And it's just been picking up steam, which it's is great. My to favorite hear. mic. Because Because well one, like it's not a super clean mic. Like like it's a clean mic, but it's not. Um right. if that makes sense. Like you can't go too far. Like you can't be like, you know what I don't like when you pay for a hand job and you only get <laughs> like you can't like <laughs> You can't just, like, go in and just, like, do, like, Spokane material. Um, right. <laughs> but, like, you can make jokes there. Um, you always get a response, even if there's, like, three people there. Like, you get a response from the people who are there is what Not I feel like. Not just comedians? Not just comedians. And that's great because that's, like, what's lacking from so many. Because you, you've you been to some of our open mics that definitely didn't work. Like, like over uh, nearer to BYU, the hut. And all oh, of that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, that was which is just not like good. It's not a good place well, to do. Comedy. The worst part about it is they had like this ventilation moving yeah, through yeah. the building, it's so loud. like it was so loud and you couldn't like do anything, and no one was paying attention. No one wanted to like listen to. Well, that used to be that kind of used to be the case with Java Junkie. I mean, I haven't been there very many yeah. times, but like it's awesome to see that Utah County is opening up more to. It's a better stuff. mic than the Tuesday night uh, Tuesday night mic at Wise Guys. Oh well, that's because yeah. Well, that mic it's all comics who yeah. like sit in the back and talk while there's like well, two people sitting in the front. Well, not only that, because like I get that. Like when I heard that that the bucket list at Wise Guys was the toughest mic because it's comedians, I didn't believe it because it's like we're all here to support each other. And then hanging around 
comics hearing their sets over and over and over. As much as I enjoy it, definitely. Like we've all heard it. We've heard it a thousand times. And like and and that's a good thing because like I can see me personally like I like to see a somebody's joke like progress and like there's I mean there's so many comedians I could say like they said this and then they said it differently and it works so much better. You can even say that about yourself, but like I've never really been to that mic to see for myself. Yeah. Who the freak is that? We're recording. <laughs> between between your time at, in Spokane and here, like how long have you been doing comedy in general? So I my first open mic was in 2017 um, in Spokane, but like I didn't start doing it consistently until 2018. Um, then I did it up until the pandemic in 2020. So I did two solid years in Spokane and then everything shut down in Spokane for a whole year. I didn't get on stage for 12 months. Like, like not COVID-related? COVID-related. Oh, okay. Like, everything was shut down. Like, we couldn't... Well, it's Washington. Washington was wild. That's why I had buddies who, like, moved from Washington to, like, different states just so they could do open mics. When did you move here? So I moved here in August. Uh, so that's when everything opened up again in Washington. Oh. Um, I'd been doing mics again in Washington for, like, four months before I moved here. So that was a weird transition for you. So, like, yeah. you weren't doing any, like, comedy. Nothing. Like, no podcast. Not no even nothing. not even Zoom? Dude, Zoom mics are so <laughs> retarded. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I, uh, I don't get that. Like, we had comics who were like, hey, guys, let's put a Zoom show together. And, like, what's the point? Like, I don't, I mean, some people want to work on their stuff. But, like, in my personal I opinion. I don't think it translates. Like, like you can, there's a difference between working on your stuff to get it memorized or working on your stuff to see what reactions you get. Yeah. You'll never get that on a no. Zoom. I mean, I've and never experienced it. It's so it. different from holding a microphone and being in a room where everyone's looking at you. There's some comics here still today that swear by it. I'm not naming names. I guess so. I'm not, um, <laughs> not going to name names. All the ones in Spokane who swore by it suck. So, I don't know who does here, but I can only speculate. Um. Yeah, we'll keep it at that. (laughs) But, like, I, me personally, like, I haven't been in the comedy game for very long. But, like, I started in August. Like, it's funny because I swear I saw, like, your very first open mic. Oh, dude, probably. It was probably my first time here. And I always thought you were freaking hilarious, mainly because Thanks. nobody was telling the jokes that you were telling, and I just like those kind of jokes, mainly because I respected the balls that you had to get up there and say it. Dude, it's the same material I was doing in Washington. Like, I wasn't going to change my material because I moved to Utah. Um, it was just, like, kind of nerve-wracking when I moved here, though, because I didn't know what to expect. Like, I've heard all these things about what Utah's like and how the comedy scene is and I heard it's mostly the same in Salt Lake but kind of different in other places and looking it up seeing that the, like the closest open mic was in Provo I was at an improv club of right. all places like I was pretty nervous like my first time doing mics in Provo just because like Spokane there's no such thing as a clean mic like in mm-hmm. Utah they make that distinction between every mic oh, every mic in Washington you assume is filthy like you never like <laughs> have to clarify like what type of comedy is done at the mic did you ever do any uh like stand up any any comedy anything in idaho yes um so that was when i first started getting back into it so it was like march of 2021 so like a year into the pandemic 
um, a few comics started a mic in Idaho, right across the border, because Spokane's on the Idaho border. Mm-hmm. Um, so Spokane's like 30 minutes from Idaho. Right. So we were all going across the border. But, dude, it's so crazy because, like, some people, like, were so serious about COVID. Like, one co- comic found a list of all the comics who went to the mic and, like, published it online. And, like, these are all the comics you should never work with again because they don't care about COVID. They don't take it serious. Because they don't wear masks? Yeah, because we went to a mic. No, we wore masks at the mic. <laughs> like, my first mic back, I was wearing a mask on stage. Like, But you were making jokes about COVID. No. Not even that. No, okay. it was because we went out to an they open just mic. Judged you by your face because we like went he to looks op- republican well because we didn't stay home because we went to an open mic oh one year into the pandemic well what are they doing? like wise guys here in utah wise guys was still doing mics and everything right like everything was still shut down in spokane like a year after covid like that's how long it lasted in people are just spokane. looking for excuses to and so like be the there, hero. yeah there were comics who are like putting a list of all the comics and like no one should ever book them again. And my name got thrown on one of those lists. And I was like, what the hell? I just went to one open mic and like my name is like circling around like some comedy groups as like some like wacko conservative comedian, which if anyone knows me, I'm not at all. Like my conservative family disapproves of most of the jokes I do. Like, your reputation is carried over because we'll see what happens to Java Junkie tonight. We'll see. We'll see. Well, thanks for coming on, Drew. Yeah, Appreciate thanks. you. The freaking zoo around here. It's stuff fun. Like, stuff like fun. I mean, it's fun. It's it's a podcast. Like, uh, no one's ever going to listen to this, right? <laughs> like five people. <laughs> five people. Yeah. Like, Maybe. not even my mom. I can't even claim that my mom's going to listen to this. Because why would she? But thanks for coming on. Uh, if you guys want to check out Drew, he's, he's out there. He's going to be going up to... Uh, at the end of this week, going to yes, Idaho. Uh, yeah, Rexburg, Idaho, where Rexburg. dreams are made. Coming, um, <laughs> coming for you. <laughs> yes, lopsided comedy. You, Tanner, Ralph, and Quinn. Quinn Johnson, who we had on yes. the podcast, and we're making sure they have an opener for us, who's a BYU Idaho student, and we're making sure Quinn goes on right after the opener yeah. to <laughs> set the tone. Yeah, perfect. Those of you who don't know Quinn Johnson, just picture. Uh, a pedophile uh, (laughs) (laughs) who likes to crush other people's dreams. Thank you guys so much. Goodbye.